Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Carving Coffee Podcast. I'm your host, Connie Hoffman, and today I am super excited as ever. I sat down with Jen Everett of Valley Royale, which is a tennis club in Lehighton, and we talked about what inspired her to start the business. So Valley Royale actually um, was existent in Lehighton. It was an older shutdown tennis club, and what Jen did was she opened it back up, restored it to its natural beauty, and it's so much more than just tennis. So if tennis isn't your cup of tea, there's so much more available there. She has anything from tennis to pickleball for the outside for playing. And then inside she has this beautiful space of gathering and she just, it's it's so welcoming in there. And there's so much more to come in the future. So I'm so excited for what she has in store. She's truly a visionary and I'm in admiration of all the things she's doing. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee or tea and enjoy the show. All right. So today we are here with Jen Everett of Valley Royale. Hello, Hello. Jen. Hi. <laughs> so... Tell us a little bit about yourself. So, Jen Everett, born and raised in Lehighton. Um, I grew up in Franklin Township, and I graduated in 2010. With um, me. Yes. <laughs> From Lehighton. <laughs> yes. And um, after that, I went to Philly, and I went to um, Drexel University, and I got my degree in international business and economics. So clearly wasn't sure what I wanted to do with <laughs> my life. I don't um, think any of us are. I don't yeah. think any of us are. Um, kind of my journey from there was that um, I ended up graduating a little early and um, I didn't want to take um, a full-time job right away so I went to China to teach English because um, I studied abroad for a year in Paris so I didn't really want to go back to Europe and I wanted to still explore something that was totally different mm-hmm. so go halfway across the world why not <laughs> why not um, but while I was there um, I started meeting people from the startup community um, and I met um, an entrepreneur from the UK and he said oh, I have this wife she's an American you have to meet her um, and it I mean I was half just going to meet her because she offered to make spaghetti and meatballs and I mean <laughs> I had been in China for like two months and I already just wanted American food again so I mean still kind of ate noodles but um it was really nice to have like garlic bread with her um, but her and I became um, fast friends and um, her and I ended up building this travel itinerary platform mm-hmm. together and we had just built the website for it um, and we had been in China for about eight months at that point and her husband got into an accelerator program in mm-hmm. Chile and um, they asked me if I wanted to move there with them because we were about to start building the app version of our website and um, I mean, I had nowhere else to go, so I just said, sure. Why not? Um, Yeah. (laughs) So this whole time I was teaching myself how to freelance, too. Mm -hmm. So um, definitely, you know, had a big learning curve um, to start with. Got ripped off a few times, didn't get paid for certain jobs. um, But slowly I learned how to choose my jobs, um, what to set my rates at, how to, you know, incrementally increase Mm -hmm. them. 
Um, so by the time we got to Chile then we started working on our app and I spent, you know, like four hours every night freelancing then, so working all the time. <laughs> um, but it was fun to be part of, once again, like a new startup community like I had been in China. So in Chile, I was just closer to the people that were in the same accelerator program. Mm -hmm. um, and towards the end of it, I spent about eight months there, um, but we hadn't yet launched our app. We just had some differences in what we wanted um, the experience to be like. So um, I decided that we were going to um, part ways and I was just going to continue freelancing full-time because I felt like that was really starting to take off because I was already doing kind of the travel influencer thing mm -hmm. when I was in China but then in Chile I was making more into like the entrepreneur that's when the digital nomad thing was going on right um, so I felt like I was getting more jobs that I wanted to do and that part of my life was starting to be a little bit more exciting and especially being in direct communication with these new companies that needed help with their branding and marketing. Right. Um, so I was working with them and that's what took me to San Francisco then, which is where I was before I came back here. So I was in San Francisco for almost four years then and um, I ended up working for big tech companies, which I didn't want to do in the beginning. <laughs> um, my first full-time job um, I thought that I was going to work for a startup, like 200 people, and uh -huh. I walked in on my first day, and they said, we've been bought by IBM. You're like, oh, great. <laughs> I was like, awesome, exactly what I was trying not to do. Um, but yeah, so I ended up working for IBM, and then I went to Google, and now I'm working for Uber. So um, they've been great with letting me work um, remotely, even before COVID, and now it feels a little less weird now mm -hmm. that everyone's working remotely. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so you're just kind of like all over, but I have been all over. It's, but it's now, good, I yeah, now I have a home base. Yeah, yeah. Now you have a home base, and what better place than Lehighton? I yes. mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. It's it's been so great because yeah. I mean, through all those travels, I'm sure that I gave my dad a million heart attacks mm -hmm. throughout it. Um, well, and, yeah. I mean, foreign yeah. country. Yeah, <laughs> going from texting with him every single day to now him dropping by whenever has been really cool that's so awesome yeah so you have the business here in Lehighton so tell us a little bit about the business yes so Valley Royale is primarily a tennis club mm -hmm. so all summer we are hosting round robins um, we ended up doing two a week and then we have pickleball going on as well, which is like the hot so, new thing. Yeah, that is the hot new thing for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, um, I've been really surprised. I mean, we just had two like social times set up for people, but I mean, literally we're not even done with um, our first year and I've already mapped out what I want our program to look like next year. And we're definitely gonna have more pickleball social times. Mm -hmm. So that will definitely be increasing. But um, yeah, I mean, with COVID and everything, we didn't get to do like the camps and clinics that I wanted to do, but um, <clears throat> we did get enough to kind of test out uh -huh. a few things, um, you know, how to figure out how to get people to sign up for things, what we want the format to be, uh -huh. um, and just how we want to run it, like how long to have them. So uh -huh. I think that, you know, it was kind of good that COVID happened to yeah. have a slow first year for me to 
you know, stick to my budget. And I think that I just needed to do a lot of trial and error Mm -hmm. to learn um, how to do things and what was going to work for this area since I have been gone for so long. And obviously I've not ran a tennis club before. So um, (laughs) I think that it was really good. But I mean, yeah, so besides the tennis programs and stuff outside, obviously have the first floor of the house that I want to open to everybody because mm-hmm. I don't need all the space for myself. Um, <laughs> and it's gorgeous. So, thank so. you. Thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we've renovated. So we have the two lounges, the dining room, the kitchen. And mm-hmm. um, I want to make it a place that people can hang out. Um, so I was hoping, you know, people would play tennis, come inside, hang out, have a drink, like eat lunch and stuff. But with COVID, we couldn't do any of that. So mm-hmm. um, I'm hoping that this winter people will be renting it out for events like family dinners or meetings and stuff Mm -hmm. and maybe next summer it'll be more of a social place (laughs) (laughs) hopefully yes yes so I mean you know you talked about a lot of like your different visions and stuff and I think it is great that you had a slow entrance to it because like you know sometimes like we just want to like hit the ground running and just keep going but I think that the trial because that's that's how we learn trial and error like it's like you know getting started and then like realizing like oh that that didn't work and then like instead of putting all of your time and effort into something that like probably wouldn't work yeah (laughs) like that you would just just be overstressed it's like working out the bugs now so that way later you can come back and be like okay great like now we have this awesome program and you know it's yeah it's a good it's a good trial run yeah yeah I mean (laughs) for sure I guess I'm I'm such a planner and an organizer I mean I had I thought that we were going to have a social every single day of the week, mm-hmm. and I was so ready for that, and then COVID happened, and I threw it all out, and then I found out that I could still open. I'm like, oh, well, should we do this? Like, can we do this? But yeah, I think, you know, back to, like, the startup thing is, like, you always, like, do your user research first mm-hmm. before you actually put effort into anything, mm-hmm. and now that's what I do 100%. I send out yeah. surveys or... Um, after each round robin, I would always tell them what was going, what was coming up um, in events, and I asked their opinion on things. And now I wouldn't do anything without mm-hmm. asking for feedback from my members. Yeah, because you don't want to pitch something that isn't going to work, and you know, yeah. then you're just like, why isn't anybody showing up? And it's exactly, just, it didn't work. Like it just. And then you're yeah. heartbroken. You can only take so much heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah, because you're you're a visionary dreamer like I am, and I'm like, let's do yeah. all the things. And then you know, like people, you know, especially like yeah. maybe this market necessarily, especially with COVID, and then like you know, of course, like our area isn't as urban as you know, like San Francisco, yeah. and you know, it's just it's a little different, and it's mm-hmm. kind of matching the pace of where you are, and you know, hopefully evolving and changing into where we want to be. Yeah. Because. You know? Definitely. We've talked about it. Our area has a lot of potential. And yeah, I think that, I think we can make some things happen. (laughs) So much potential. And it definitely will. I mean, yeah, there were definitely, um, like, consecutive days in the rows that I would wake up and there'd be people, like, already playing on the courts. And that was... So awesome. That was my dream. That was my dream. And and we got there. But I remember the first day that we were allowed to officially open and I Uh did the whole, like, announcement on Facebook and everything. We had it printed somewhere that we were going to be able to open. And it just, like, poured the first day. (laughs) And I was so excited. Baked cookies to, like, give to people. Um, 
So I ran the first day. I think the second day I had like two people come out. I mean, you still had the cookies. So. I still had the cookies to comfort <laughs> me in that heartbreak. Um, I mean that no. too. Yes, yes. Yeah. No, but you're, you're so right. I mean, yeah, it is there mm-hmm. and it will pick up for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think too, as you know, as right now, obviously the weather's getting colder here, so it's a little different, but then yeah. like, you know, um, just throwing it out there gift certificates I'm sure probably a thing oh my gosh yeah Yeah, for Christmas Christmas is coming up that's such a good (laughs) idea yeah I actually did get gift certificates made because um I had two people ask me for them over the summer and you know startups so I just designed them and like made these gift certificates and printed them on my own but yeah I decided okay I can't do this for everyone because I ended up putting their names on it and one was just for pickleball so I designed it with pickleball that's awesome and stuff and I was like okay I can't do this for everybody <laughs> so now I do have legit just, certificates. Just certificates so just in <laughs> case you're looking for a good Christmas gift for somebody who wants to be outside in the spring and summer yeah it's a great time <laughs> yeah yeah and believe me no I've already got the membership application for 2021 created I so love it. so if anybody's interested <laughs> yes yeah no that will be ready for people, yeah like Yeah. So obviously like you've had a lot of experience in the startup and, and things like that, but what actually inspired you to like buy this place and start a tennis court, like a tennis club, like what, what, where did that dream come from? Cause I look at like everything (laughs) and I'm like, Oh, we could start a business here. Like my husband thinks that I'm crazy. Cause I'm like, cause I just have that entrepreneur mindset where I'm just like, we could do this, we could do this. And he's just like, Connie, like slow it down. Yeah. Yeah. But when you see it, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it just creates this drive in you that you Mm -hmm. just, you have to make sure that it comes to life because it just feels like it'll be a waste Yeah. otherwise. And I think that's how I felt. Um, I didn't know that this place was for sale um, mm-hmm. for like two years. <laughs> um, and I just happened to be visiting home and I only had a few days left, but yeah, I made time to come in and do a walkthrough. And I mean, this place was not anything like this. I right. mean, it was covered in green and red carpeting. I mean, velvet wallpaper. Ooh, um, why don't you keep that? <laughs> I mean, when you brushed up against it, it like came off on your clothes. Oh, There's no okay. way that I could okay. keep it. But, okay. um, you know, maybe it'll come back on the second floor. We'll see. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, it's just, you walk through and you just see the big open spaces. And I mean, I've always been an athletic person. I grew up playing tennis here and everything and I had never been inside Mm -hmm. and I was just like this feels like the other counterpart to this is like you can grow this community of people that love to play tennis or pickleball Mm -hmm. um but then also have a place kind of um for people to make connections friendship and mentorship inside Mm um but with COVID I mean (laughs) well well yes Um, but that was my vision it's just like I walked through and I was just like this is such an interesting building it was built in 1912 and I mean it has beautiful look at like the radiator covers with like little lion's heads on them I mean yeah there's so many little cool things um throughout this house and um I just thought it was a shame that it was kind of almost boarded up to its members for so many years and Mm -hmm. I just decided that I wanted to reopen the tennis club allow people back on the courts but also let them see the inside because I had been playing tennis here for what almost 10 years maybe before Mm -hmm. I left and 
I had never been inside. So. Were you always curious what the inside looked absolutely. like? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, so. I love driving by houses and I'm like, I wonder what that looks like on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was so cool to finally yeah. see it. And yeah, I just, I, I did the walkthrough and I just couldn't stop thinking about everything that it could be. Mm-hmm. So I just, I mean, I'd never written an actual business plan before, and I started working on that. You had all the practice in school, and you were like, I'm never going to use this. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) but I mean, even just, I mean, even working with the startups and doing their user research and learning how to pivot, but I had never started from, like, square one with something like that. Like, I felt like even when we were building our travel itinerary website and app it was just kind of doing something for our own fulfillment Mm -hmm. but this was like okay I'm literally investing like everything I have into this Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that this is gonna work yeah so um yeah learning how to take a look at everything that I have and make sure that it was actually viable so Mm -hmm. um so I think I had seen it last July and on November 8th was when I closed. So my oh my gosh, my we're almost like one round circle here. Yeah. <laughs> so one one year of mortgage paid <laughs> so far. <laughs> and you look at your statement and you're like, oh, this is not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But your first year of business is like the hardest. And, and of course, so. COVID. You know, yeah. so <laughs> so it'll get better. It'll get better. It will. For sure. It will. And I think that this is definitely something that our community needs. Because there's not many places to really go and do recreational activities and enjoy yourself and, like, have team sports and, you know, like, just yeah go have fun with a friend. I, you know, I mean, Absolutely. we have a couple of golf courses, which, you know, I mean, that's that. But, I mean, there's really nothing, you know, we, I mean, yeah. we do have the DNL trails. But other than that, like. Yeah. And, like, I know. don't want to make this, like, a pretentious tennis club right by any means right. I want people to I don't feel like you could ever make it pretentious like I, I, I get <laughs> what you're saying but like you're just the nicest person so oh I, don't my God. Feel, I don't feel like you could ever make it I, th- I feel like it'd be more hip than anything good yeah, yeah. I and mean, yeah. that's that's what we're going for but yeah I just I want people to get out and try it because it, it totally is a lifelong mm-hmm. sport um, and if, if tennis isn't your thing, pickleball, you know? Yeah. It's fine. Which everybody can 100% do. Yeah. Um, I've heard really great things about pickleball, so it's I feel... It's so much fun. Yeah. I feel like that... Maybe I'm going to... Now I'm going to have to come back and play pickleball. Yes. Yes. It's so good. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you have a ton of goals and visions. Is there anything else you want to add to that? I mean, you got... Yeah, I think wow. um I love it though. <laughs> thank you. I know I feel like whenever I say like what this is, it's always this long spiel, but honestly like, it all comes back to, you know, building a community here and mm-hmm. I think that's the most important part because even when you hear the old members of when this was called the Maple Tree, um you know, they can list off everybody that they used to play tennis with mm-hmm. and they all have stories and I want to recreate that mm-hmm. now with them. So it has been really cool to have some of the older members and previous members mm-hmm. um, come back and play tennis. And then we're also bringing in this new bunch of high school players That's awesome. um, that come here and play almost every week. So I hope that this can be a place that breeds really good memories and people establish connections here. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it'll be something that they look back on and they want to return to later on, like yeah. I did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and you know, why not? Yeah. <laughs> why not? Mm-hmm. So shifting gears a little bit, yes. who is a woman who has inspired you? 
you know, I kept looking at this question. This is such a hard one. Yeah, I couldn't think of one person just because I feel like I am a very creative person and I think that I take inspiration from a lot of different places. So, um, you know, I think kind of get inspired by people I've worked with, worked for. Um, Like when I was in school in Philly, I was working directly with... um, a founder that had created this like bodysuit and it was just her and I you know Mm -hmm. like working at her store um so I got that direct experience and I always think of her and how she was starting out um but she was raising kids at the time as well and then you know I'm also on Instagram every day and talking or about those influencers like um Stow Jones Mm -hmm. um and just watching and seeing how people build themselves and um how you have to keep learning on the go. Mm -hmm. And nobody really knows what they're doing, but you know that you have it inside of you and Mm -hmm. you're gonna create something from it. Um, And I think you can see that in people. So I think whenever I come across women um, like that, it's super inspiring, that propels me. Because I'm like, once you're seeing someone else do it, you're like, okay, I can do this Mm -hmm. too. I'm gonna keep going, I'm gonna keep pushing because they're keep pushing and Mm -hmm. you know, they're still making it, so I'm gonna do it too. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, you know, the thing is like, you can see these women that have all these obstacles and hurdles in their way and like, it's like, okay, and Mm -hmm. we're we're still doing it. Yeah. We're still doing the thing. (laughs) Exactly, I mean, there's always gonna be obstacles, like nothing worth having is ever easy, Mm -mm. you know, so. Mm Um, but that makes it into a journey and that's how you learn and you know that's how we're going to be able to pass it on to the next mm-hmm. you know group of kids that graduate from Lehigh and want to become entrepreneurs so we need to learn now so we can pass it on to them yeah yeah we get we get to be the inspiration for yeah <laughs> well for girls we're gonna be the influencers you know, for women in the future yes absolutely yeah. so coffee Coffee. Carbon Coffee Podcast, and you, you <laughs> gladly, like, you were like, can I make you coffee? And I'm like, yes, I love coffee. I love it, yeah, because I love doing the pour-over, because you Which kind I of... love pour-over, by yeah, the way, so. It's phenomenal. Well, because I only, I only usually drink blonde roast from Starbucks, oh, so yeah. they never have it made, so literally every time that I go to Starbucks, they're like, is pour-over okay? And I'm like, yeah. Spend yes. an extra five minutes making my coffee. It's okay. Exactly. It's some extra love in <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just requires a little bit of attention. And I think I'm a morning person. I'll get up mm-hmm. very early. But um, I love to have a little bit of routine mm-hmm. to my day. And coffee has always been that thing for me. Mm-hmm. So I make the pour over every single morning for myself. Sometimes in the afternoon when I shouldn't. Um, <laughs> when, you, when you just need that little, like, little bit of something. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. kind of, I like that little, like, caffeine burst to mm-hmm. get there. Because yeah. I, I do, I work West Coast hours, so I, right. I technically start my work day at noon. So, um, yeah, to go keep going until 8 p.m. is really hard sometimes. Especially if you're a morning person. Yeah. Especially. Yeah, I, I feel you on that one. Because, yeah. you know, by the time I get done work, And then, like, I come home, like, that's when I, like, turn on, like, you know, mom, mom mode comes on. And then, like, then it's like, okay, then we're shifting to, you know, to coach mode. And then it's like, you know, trying to fit all the things in. And I'm just like, 
you know, three o'clock in the afternoon, I'm like, should I, should I get another cup of coffee? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I should. Yeah. It's always usually a yes. You need to do it to do all the things. Mm-hmm. I think it's acceptable. Yeah. Fueled by coffee. Yes, yes. <laughs> all the time. All the do you, time. So pour over, that you would say that's your favorite coffee drink? Just a yeah. pour over? Yeah, I mean, I do that for myself. But like, when I go out, I'll usually do something that I can't make for myself. You so know, what's like, something that you, like, if you, if you went to a coffee shop and... They were like, okay, what do you want? Anything on the menu. What is it? Okay. I'm going to give you two answers. Okay. All right. <laughs> so for since I don't have an espresso machine or um, a foam frother or anything, mm-hmm. um, I'll be fancy and get a cappuccino. Mm-hmm. But something else that I loved to get when I was in California, that was the first time I had it, but now the Hofford Mill um, on Common Grounds, mm-hmm. they're doing it now too. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll do a cold brew horchata, mm. so the Mexican horchata drink, mm-hmm. and then they just add espresso shots to mm-hmm. it. Um, so I love that. So that's my sweet treat that I'll get for myself <laughs> uh, if I feel like I've earned it. But otherwise, yeah, I'll go with the cappuccino. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm more of a latte person, but I do love a good cappuccino every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I like I, I feel like I feel like we should just invest in an espresso machine, but we could just go to Uncommon Grounds too. You know. Yeah. Milk, so. Well, the thing is, you drink espresso in a shot though. Yes. So imagine what your caffeine level would be then. You know, at least with a cup of coffee, it's a little it slower. So, I mean, it takes me like three years to finish a cup of coffee by the time <laughs> I remember it, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But yeah. So, you know, I know obviously tennis is probably, tennis and pickleball are probably two of your great pastimes. Yeah. What else do you like to do for fun? Yeah. I'm really into um, biking. I started biking mm-hmm. when I was in California, so that's been really cool to um, continue it here because honestly um, I mean people here are super into mountain biking and they say, mm-hmm. say that road biking is dangerous but um, I'm terrified to mountain bike. Really? <laughs> so it's been really funny so I haven't found anybody to road bike with actually <laughs> so I'm on my own but I mean I always wanted to ride on roads like this mm-hmm. in California but I mean it's like First, I got to go 30 minutes through the city, and then I have to right. go over the Golden Gate Bridge, and that always felt like I was risking my life for, like, that, that minute and a half to get over it. seems a little terrifying, I mean, if yeah. we're being honest. The wind, the tourists that aren't mm-hmm. sure how to ride a bike, I mean, that was always the scariest part to me, but um, but it could take me, like, a good hour or two to get out to roads, like, right outside my mm-hmm. door, so the fact that I can go right out my driveway and be in my relaxed cycling mode mm-hmm. um, has been amazing and um, being back I used to be really into running got out of it for a few years but I've picked it up again because I started hiking on the trails mm-hmm. and I was like oh like I think I can run again yeah and and <laughs> so, I mean what better place with the DNL trails right here like yeah. you, you have it all you know and it's been so pretty with fall and all the fallen leaves now I mean mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, I love nature. I love, um, you know, getting my heart rate up, getting a good workout in. And there's just so many different things that you can do here. The kayaking mm-hmm. up at the lake. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. I don't actually get to play tennis and pickleball as much <sighs> as you would think. Because with, um, you know, I have to, like, greet people. In, yeah. Or, like, I'm still working my Uber hours. Mm-hmm. Or but sometimes they just don't need a, someone else. <laughs> um, so then I'll just be the bystander, and I'll try to take pictures and stuff for them. I but, mean, that works, too. That yeah. works, too. But, yeah, I mean, occasionally you get a, you get a good play in. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I definitely need lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been a little embarrassed to play this year because 
I've, I haven't played consistently in mm-hmm. so long. And then I just feel like I should be a good player <laughs> for being the owner. And I'm not there yet, but I'm sure, it, well, like I It'll said, come. I want it to be welcoming to everyone. So I yeah. definitely humble everyone, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You're like, don't mind me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm a little rusty. <laughs> yeah, only I say that every single time I'm on the court. <laughs> But no. That's okay, though. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank I mean, you. you know, it's, it's, I think that if you were super good at it, people would probably be super intimidated and be like, well, I can't go there because I don't know how to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably better this way. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> no, I, I hear you on that. So this is always a tough question, but I know you have an answer for it. What's a product or service that you'd recommend in our area that's mm-hmm. not your own? Okay. Can't be your own. But we do recommend your service. <laughs> okay. I know. I can't believe that I didn't think of this when I first got it. Um, but whenever I would come home, I would mm-hmm. ask my dad to get Pershing donuts. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had one of those? I have. Okay. I'm not, not a super I'm not a super sweet person, surprisingly, but yeah, I've had Oh my them. gosh. I would eat sweets all day. I'm <laughs> terrible. I'm terrible. But, you know, I just want everyone one to satisfy that yeah. craving. My dad... We'll get a dozen. Mm-hmm. So the baker's dozen. So we have 13 yeah. Pershing donuts. So whenever I'm home, mm-hmm. before when I was just visiting, I felt like I just ate Pershing donuts mm-hmm. constantly. But I'm, then I'm also trying to get the fill of like my pierogies and everything while I'm home. you got to get all the PA Dutch food. Exactly. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, which, you know, now I can make it a once a month kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I will get the Pershing donuts from Blended Bakery. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll usually get one of those and then I'll walk the canal in the morning. To make up for the fact that you were just eating a Pershing donut. Exactly. Okay, I mean, that makes sense. It's balance. Yeah. Balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life is a balance. But no, those Absolutely. are definitely my favorite. Those will always be my favorite. <laughs> but yeah, so it's my sweet. The salty, definitely always pierogies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially like if you can get like the VFW, like... Pomerden VFW, their pierogies, hands down, Ooh. best pierogies. Okay. Uh, I love them. All right. Also, I, there's there's a pierogi place in, like, Easton, I'm pretty sure. I know really? that's a little bit further out, but, yeah. Okay. I'll make the drive for them. <laughs> I know that Joey B's does, like, interesting flavors, too. I haven't tried theirs yet, yeah. so. I've, I've, like, started to, like, make homemade pierogies, but I don't think oh I got the dough gosh. down right. Because it was really dry. Oh, my <laughs> so, gosh. But I think Art Love for Art Studio has, like, pierogi making classes that you can do. Stop. In Palmerton, yeah. Oh, my gosh. For sure. Gosh. I need to look <laughs> We got to go to that. a pierogi making class now. Yeah. Or if, if you just want a sous chef, let me know. Let me know. All right. All right. It's, I'm down with it. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Girls' night out. Yes. <laughs> all the carbs will have some wine. It'll be great. I love it. It'll all be good. Yay. Awesome. So this was great. Thank you so much for this. So when obviously you have your, your primary location. So mm-hmm. where can people find more information about, about so Valley Royale? We have valleyroyale.com, and that's kind of just more of our overview site. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we have tennis and events right now. Slowly want to grow into more things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're looking specifically for tennis programs it's valleyroyaltennis.com okay um but we're always posting on facebook too with mm-hmm. absolutely everything mm-hmm. so or just stop by because i'm literally here 24 <laughs> 7 she may or may not have cookies for you yes. 
I mean, yeah, it's a toss-up. I definitely have sweets here <laughs> most of the time, 95% of the you, time. You have to make sure you don't put them, like, you know, too out and open so that way you're not tempted by them, but... <laughs> oh, you have no idea. Last week's Halloween batch, oh my gosh. I, I hear you. I hear you. We were just going through my son's candy, and yeah, it was... So one for you, two for me. Yeah, like, we were... We, I was teaching him matching with it. Like, we were like, you know, like, oh, Aww. put, like, all of the... All of the light candy in the same pile. Oh, Secretly, cute. it was for me. So that way I knew what kind of good stuff he had in there. But <laughs> be like, okay, great. You have the chocolate and peanut butter all right here. Thank you. I'm not. I'm not a Reese cup person. Really? Honestly, I'm, I'm like. I'm. My husband tells me I'm weird all the time. I, I went to school for pastry. I don't, oh I don't eat sweet goods. Like, brownies are my weakness. I will say that. Okay. Brownies are my weakness. But it okay. has to be, like, a super fudgy brownie. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Molten lava cakes. Like, those are my two, like, you know, all right, we're going we're gonna to have a good day today. Or, like a, like, a strawberry shortcake pound cake. Like, I could do that. Okay. But other than that, I'm not really a sweet person. Oh, my gosh. Do you know what I'm going to do the rest of the day now? <laughs> Dream about food? Or? Yeah, I, th- I think I've got to do some baking. <laughs> Man, um, that sounds great. That's so funny. Oh, Wait, yeah. so what's your go-to candy then? My go-to candy? Oh, God, this is a tough one. So I am more of like, I don't really necessarily love chocolate. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm not really a candy person, but I, like I could do Skittles. Like I'll, I'll still pack okay. the Skittles out. You know, I mean, they're, they're, they're tried and true. Yeah. Um, I do like anything that has, like, peanuts in it. So, like, okay. Snickers are okay for me. Like, those types of things. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, peanuts I can do. Anything with peanuts in it. But not, like, peanut butter. I, I don't know. I don't know why. I love peanut butter. But, like, I just, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. That's yeah. okay. For some reason, I'm not, not a Reese's Cup person. All good. No judgment. <laughs> no judgment. It's okay. All right. Well, thank you. This has been really great. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Carbon Coffee Podcast. If you'd like to hear more, feel free to subscribe. Also, feel free to share it with a friend. If you'd like to connect with me, I'm on Instagram at Carbon Coffee Podcast. Also on Facebook, you can look me up by Carbon Coffee Podcast. And you can also email me any suggestions or recommendations at carboncoffeepodcast at gmail.com.